Welcome to the Lit Flicks podcast. This is our mini episode, Lit Bits. In these episodes, we'll discuss any current events, things we've been reading and watching outside of our normal schedule. These episodes are also explicit, but we will do our very best to avoid any and all spoilers. I'm Casey. I'm Abby. And so this week, I've been trying to get be healthier. So I've been getting up at four in the morning and going to the gym. You're insane. And but since we record at night, I am exhausted and drinking coffee with Bailey's. I don't know how you're doing the up or downer thing, but good for you. Well, I mean, it's better than Red Bull and vodka, <laughs> I guess, since I'm not in my 20s and I would drop dead of a heart attack. <laughs> hey, that's why you're going to the gym, right? Yeah, so that you totally. don't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to die yet. <laughs> Me either. I'm not ready for that. Luckily, if I work out in the morning, I don't have to get up quite as early as you. I, You're a Ooh. saint for doing that. And I'm so proud of you and excited. I am not a morning person. Like, I would rather stay up until four than get up at four. Oh, that sounds horrible. So it like almost kills me. <laughs> you're doing amazing. What are you drinking tonight? Um, Chris's Aunt Deb. Did something really nice for me over Christmas. She came over to our house and visited and um, she brought me some mixers, which was super cool. One of them is called Virgil's Cream Soda. It's micro brewed. So Ooh. it's like super fancy, yeah, fancy hipster, not hipster, Hip, yeah. but like artisan art borderline hipster, borderline hipster. And I'm drinking that cream soda with vodka. And it's really dangerously good. Like regular vodka? Yeah, like just regular old vodka. That sounds great. It's amazing and it might be my new favorite drink. That's so cool. Yeah, Virgil's cream soda. Delicious. Thanks, Aunt Deb. Right? Shout out Aunt Debbie. Yeah. (laughs) So I saw the new trailer for Carmen Sandiego today on Netflix. Have you watched it yet? I have not. It's with uh, Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin and Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Are you serious? Yeah. And I loved this show so much when I was a kid. So it's kind of interesting to see what they're doing with it now. Yeah, I can't wait. That sounds amazing. So it comes out on Netflix on January 18th. Oh, that's exciting. I can watch it with Ethan. Yes. And, you know, she's a thief. I love thieves. You love thieves. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Cool. What's better than theft? <laughs> Not real theft. This isn't an endorsement for theft. <laughs> Fantasy theft. Fantasy <laughs> theft. Um, that little Finn Wolf hand or whatever the fuck. Wolf hard. Wolf hard. He, I followed him on, him on Instagram and he is so cute and adorable. And he really he is. And his friends have a band. And I'm like, do they? Yeah, it's called Calpurnia, I think. He's so cool. I'm like, God, you're like 90,000 times cooler and more mature than I am right now. I look at all those kids on Stranger Things and I'm like, oh, man, you're so much cooler and better than I was as a kid. Right? I'm not that cool. Millie Bobby Brown is like going on 40. She's like haute couture. She's, yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. But she's more mature than I am now, so. Agreed. They probably work harder than we do. They probably do. It's incredible. Um, Do you have any other news? No. I have one correction. Shame, shame, Uh, shame. I'm going to parade you through the streets like Cersei Lannister. Yeah. 
careful because I'll take revenge like she does too. <laughs> so in our last Lit Bits episode, I talked about having seen uh, the original Men in Black with my dad at the theater. Yeah. And that he was so excited about Rip Torn. I always assumed mm-hmm. it was that first old guy <laughs> that retires. <laughs> I was so yeah. wrong. It's Agent Zed. I love that I just went along with you. I was because I was like, I don't know, Rip Torn. That sounds like it works. Well, you know, it's like it sounds like an old name. It's funny because I've tried to figure out who that first agent is that retires. I can't find his name anywhere. Seriously? I don't know who he is. So if any listeners know who he is, please let us know. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't try that hard, but he's not on IMDb. So. Oh, but some funny news about Rip Torn from eight years ago. Mm -hmm. I found this article from the Daily Mail. Men in Black actor Rip Torn pleads guilty to breaking into a bank while intoxicated and carrying a gun. What? Torn told (laughs) authorities that he thought the residential looking bank was his house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use that excuse when I rob the Louvre. (laughs) I thought this was my home. I'm sorry. This palace looks so much like my house. (laughs) The pyramids out front were a dead giveaway. I'm so sorry. Oh, my. (laughs) That was from 2010. But if you look up his mugshot, it's hilarious. You can tell he does not give a fuck. It is so funny. So, yeah. I'm going to go look that up later. Extra cool. (laughs) That's like the greatest excuse I've ever heard. I thought it was my fucking house. It's hilarious. <laughs> you have to look up his mugshot too. Okay, do you think he likes <laughs> Like where do you come up with that? Do you Is this a pre-planned thing or did you really think this thing was your house? I mean, it depends on how drunk you are. Could you not <laughs> I just feel like you should have thought of a better excuse. Well, also, he's super, I think he's probably like really rich because what I saw, he's like pretty famous. Okay. So maybe. Even though we don't know who the fuck he is. Well, we're not. <laughs> we're not that cultured. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find the right word. Cultured works. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know why he had a gun, though. Right. <laughs> I feel like you did not think that was your house. And you should have spent two extra minutes on your alibi. What are you accusing Rip Torn of? <laughs> the thing he did. Anyway. Moving outside of fantasy theft. <laughs> Rip, you've got to stay in the fantasy realm. Yes. You can't come out you of it. You can't take it to the real world. <laughs> So this week I started reading the book Beneath the Scarlet Sky by Mark Sullivan, and I haven't finished it, but it's soon to be, quote unquote, a major television event. I have never heard of this. What is it? Okay. Well, in this new television event, it's going to be starring Tom Holland. Do you know who he is? He's the new cute little Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it is about a forgotten hero of World War II, Pino Leela. And so he didn't want anything to do with the war, but his home in Milan was destroyed. And once that happened, he joined like an underground railroad helping Jews escape over the Alps. Oh. 
And then trying to protect him from the fighting, his parents convinced him to enlist as a German soldier. Okay. And he ends up becoming the driver for General Hans Lairs, who was Hitler's left hand in Italy. It gives him the opportunity to spy for the Allies. Is this a memoir? No. A lot of the reviews on it complain that parts seem implausible. However, the book is fiction, but it's based on a true story. So it's historical fiction? I think so. Okay. And I love historical I'm not, fiction. Like, I'm not exactly... He does say... The author says he went and met with Pino over several months and talked to him about his story. So I know... Like, I assume quite a bit is based in fact. Yeah. But um, like I said, I haven't finished reading it, but it is really good. And I would highly recommend it to anybody who is interested in that kind of stuff. That sounds awesome. I want to read it. I really like it. And I think, you know, this man was amazing. Even if like half of it is true. (laughs) That's pretty incredible. (laughs) Nice. That is my book recommendation. Sweet. I haven't read any other books other than what I'm supposed to read. For this, I mean. Um, I did watch Bandersnatch. Ooh, I was going to watch that. And okay, <laughs> so I started it and I got so confused and like stuck on the first screen where it's like, click yes or no. So you literally couldn't make a choice <laughs> between the serials. I didn't know I was supposed to. <laughs> Casey. I know. I'm not. It's a choose your own adventure <laughs> show. Well, I it took me like five minutes to make it past the first thing. And then you gave up. I was distracted as well. And then I turned it off. Yeah, you can't really watch it distracted. That doesn't work. Yeah. So that's how far I got in that. But I would love to hear about it. Okay. Well, I like that you're like, I didn't really make it past the serial. And me and Katie at work today were like drawing up our own flow charts. (laughs) Like Mm. how far did we get and how far do we have to go still? Yeah. I'm kidding. We didn't really do that. But we remembered our choices, which I thought was interesting because my memory is terrible. But I remembered a lot of the stuff that I chose. (laughs) That's cool. The sugar puffs. So Bandersnatch, it's a Black Mirror movie, I guess you could call it. I think they're calling Mm -hmm. it a movie. It's a choose your own adventure. I took it for granted that everybody knew what choose your own adventure was. And apparently they don't because young because of young people. They don't have they do. Did it? Did it? Did it? They don't do choose your own adventure books and stuff? I don't think so. I I mean, a lot of the stuff I read and listened to, people were having to like explain what it was. So, Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah, choose your own adventure is exactly like it sounds. You choose your own adventure. You choose how you want the plot to go. You'll have Move. like two choices and you choose one and you either die and hit a dead end or you keep going. Did you like those growing up? Yeah, I only got to read a couple because I kind of read books that, you know, were hand-me-downs or whatnot. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, but I really loved them. Yeah. None of them were as thick as the Bandersnatch book in the movie. But anyway, Mm. um, so it was directed by David Slade. And I looked him up and I really, he's done a lot of stuff that I love, like the, the music video for the song Girls Not Gray by AFI. Mm, he directed 30 days of night hard candy wow i love hard candy great movie if you haven't seen it go see it i have not seen it. oh you haven't watched it no Oh my god it's amazing you have to watch it 
Okay, I was just watching 30 Days of Night the other day. Love that movie. Like a week ago. Um, He also directed Twilight Saga Eclipse. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Huh. Okay. Anyway. And then he also did an episode. One of the episodes that he did for um, Black Mirror was called Metalhead. I don't know which episode that is. I don't really. I mean, I've never watched the show, so except for like one episode. So Bandersnatch is kind of a funny word. It's originally from Lewis Carroll's poem Jabberwocky, which is part of Through the Looking Glass. Like Alice in Wonderland? Uh Uh-huh. It's the Through the Looking Glass came after Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Um, As far as I know. It's also the name for enemies in the original Final Fantasy game. I did not know that. I didn't know it either. Hmm. Um, like I said, a bunch of people are making flow charts about how to see every single possible outcome. And I don't know. That seems time consuming. Well, there's reportedly five hours of footage that you can watch, like between all the different options. I did not get that far. I got to the end credits where it was definitely credits, but I think I Mm -hmm. probably only watched for like two hours. Only. (laughs) Well, when you're in it and you're doing it, it doesn't time kind of goes by really fast because you're Hmm. like engaged with it, I guess. I kind of want to watch it when we're done here. It's fun. It's fun. Um, The music was good. Isn't it set in the 80s? It is. I think it's set in 1984. Love the 80s. Love the 80s. Again, it's like one of those really like plays on your nostalgia kind of thing. Big time. I enjoy that, though. I know, but I'm like... I love it, but it's going to get to a point where it's too much of a good thing and it's going to start to suck a lot. That's true. So I don't want everybody to do it all the time. Like, let's use it sparingly. Otherwise, it's like pointless. And that kind of leads to my next question. I don't know if it's a good movie or if it's a gimmick. Like, (laughs) I can't. You're so bit. I feel like I was so wrapped up in making my choices and trying to figure that you don't that I didn't like pay, like absorb what the movie was like absorb or? the quality of it. The acting is really, really good. But there were parts that I was like, this is fucking stupid. Hmm. So. Do you know who's in it? One of the main guys is his name's Will Poulter. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what else he's been in. He's been in some pretty famous things. He's got a very, um, a very unique face. Which leads me to my next. I don't know what that means. Well, it leads me to my next thing. He has quit social media because trolls are calling him ugly. Oh, that's mean. It's the article I read said Poulter didn't give specific examples of the criticism that led him to quit, though memes have been surfacing since the show's release that make fun of the actor's looks. Um, One Twitter. Oh, I know who he is. He's in the Maze Runner and we're the milk. We're the Millers. Oh, okay. And Narnia. Who is he in Narnia? He is... How old is he? Born in 1993. Like, he looks different, but he's not, like, ugly. That's really mean. People are mean. One Twitter user said, The gamer from Bandersnatch really does look like the evil kid from Toy Story. But in like the best way in like, oh, that's hilarious.
hilarious and so true. But But here's the other thing I have to say about that. Why would you ever say this basically to somebody's face? Be nice and just say it behind their back. Don't put it in writing. Like it's, um, he's gonna be in that upcoming movie Midsummer. Oh, that I freaked out about with Florence Pugh. Oh, cool. I liked him. He's an excellent actor, and I don't want to see him go away. And people suck if they're calling him people ugly. People do suck. Yeah, I thought he was great. He was my favorite character in the show. I like. I was looking at and kind of thinking about it today because on Twitter, all these people trash things that other people are making whether it's books people write movies they direct whatever it is yeah and they just say whatever they want like there's not an actual person that put their heart and soul into this right and that has to be crushing like yeah it's terrible you have to stop and think and i under you don't have to like it but you don't have to attack it that's the thing too is like if you have constructive criticism go for it share your opinion but don't be a dick Especially attacking how somebody looks. Yeah. That's not cool. That's shitty. It's real shitty. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> Is that all you have to say about that? Uh, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. I think that's all I have to say about it. Hold on. Yeah, that's it. That makes me really sad for that guy, though. I know, because he's so cool. I'm like, not kidding when I say he's literally my favorite part of the movie. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And he's obviously an excellent actor if he's in these amazing things. Mm-hmm. Also, there was a guy on that show. The main guy has a real fucked up tooth. Nobody's talking about that. I know how you feel about fucked up teeth. <laughs> so nobody's saying anything about that. Anyway. Hmm. All right. Do you want my next show recommendation? Yes. All right. My next recommendation is the show You. Yes. And it the first season is based on the 2014 novel of the same name by Carolyn Keepness. It's K-E-P-N-E-S. I lost. Kep- you Kepnes? lost me at K, but that's fine. Carolyn K. Uh, so this show was originally on Lifetime. It is now on Netflix. And Netflix has picked it up for season two. It stars... Penn Badgley as Joe. Super cute. Who in this reminded me a lot of Milo Ventimiglia. Yep. By Milo Ventimiglia. Is that his name? I just call him Milo. And I honestly, in my head, sometimes I call him Milo. So oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not the right person to ask this question to. <laughs> so along with Penn, there is Elizabeth Lale as Beck. And Shay Mitchell as Peaches. Peach. Peach Salinger. She is, in the move show, she is J.D. Salinger's, like, great-great-grandniece or some shit. Yes. Does that person exist in real life? I feel like there is some famous person named Peach or Apple or something like that. Well, there is someone named Apple. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh (laughs) There is some socialite named Peach in New York, I feel like. Do you know if she's a Salinger? Well, let's just fucking look her up real quick. I'm sorry I had questions this time. No, I don't think she's a real person. I don't see how you could get away with that. You'd get the shit suit out of you. Yeah. So Joe is a brilliant bookstore manager who crosses paths with Guinevere Beck, an aspiring writer. Dumbest name ever in the world. She goes by Beck. Thank God. 
Joe quickly becomes obsessed with Beck and it becomes very sinister. Using social media and the internet, he uses every tool at his disposal to become close to her, even going so far as to remove any obstacle, including people that stand in his way of getting to her. They all have secrets and they unravel and the way they get revealed is pretty great. It kept me interested throughout all of the episodes and every time I thought I had the show figured out, something else would happen. Ooh. And I did not have it figured out. That's awesome. Because you're pretty good at guessing what's going to happen with things. Not this. The other thing that I think this show did really well is it kind of made me hate myself that at times I would root for Joe. And I hated myself for that because he is crazy. I think that, yeah, I think that's a major part of it is like you are like, oh, no, you're going to get caught. And then you realize, wait. He's a stalker. Right. He needs to and get I'd be caught. like, hey, watch out. They're going to see you. And then I'm like, no, you are stalking her. And like he gets himself in some sticky situations. Yeah. And I was like, I hope he gets out of this. And then I'm like, no, no, I don't. This is really so, dangerous. Um, and he, Penn does a great job. He's really incredible in this. And he has amazing narration. Like you really feel like you're inside of his head. So I would highly recommend the show to everyone. Yeah, I'm on like episode four, I think. And I love it. I can't wait to Mm -hmm. stop talking to you so I can go watch it and finish it. The other thing, like if anyone has their phone unlocked and doesn't have a passcode on it, this show will make you change that real quick. Yeah. The only reason I actually have a passcode on mine is so my kid can't get into it. I never used to. But now I'm glad that I do. You should. Because I'm the type of person that would lose my phone. everything there is a guy in this show that makes artisanal soda i don't think his name is virgil so he probably didn't make the kind you're drinking (laughs) his name is benji yes and he's a total fucking douche he really is the douchiest of douches (laughs) but i'm at a part where he is never mind i won't say it because that kind of spoils it so okay yeah there's things he says that i'm like should I believe you, though? Because you sound like maybe you know what you're talking about. This show is great. It really messes with your head yeah. all the way through it. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, I really I like want to go read the book. That would be a fun book to read, I think. And I was surprised because I, um, I was watching it and they say at one point, shit, there's a little bit of like nudity in it. And I was like, where did this air originally? Because it didn't have the Netflix logo on it. Right. I feel like there's quite a bit of things on there that I was shocked would be on Lifetime, but I guess I don't really know what's on Lifetime anymore. Yeah, I haven't watched Lifetime in years because I don't have cable. Yeah, it's not really a channel I watch very often either. Like I used to. Did you? Yeah. The Lifetime movie of the week or whatever. Yeah, because I used to have a lot of fun like thrillers. Mm hmm. Well, this is a fun thriller. They also had one with Tracy Gold, I think, that was called... Oh, my God. It was the most generic name. It was called Dying to be Thin. Oh, I kind of remember at least hearing about that. I might have watched it. Yeah, I just remember watching it as a 13-year-old, and it freaked me the hell out. Cool. It's a good show. Artisanal sodas. It's called You. Y-O-U. Check it out. It's very confusing when you text. You're like, hey, are you watching you? I try to capitalize uh, it, but it doesn't always work. 
I know. What's funny is when you text me, I had I was on like episode two and I was like, yes, I am. That is, I was so excited. Well, we were watching it at the exact same time. Because we are crazy and share a brain. We do. And it's fun. I had one article that I read on Den of Geek today. Actually, it mm-hmm. was a bunch of movies that are like super highly anticipated for 2019. Ooh, yes. I would like to hear those. So I didn't copy the whole list. But I wrote down the ones that I was either excited for or at least curious about. Number one, Pet Cemetery. Yes, I'm so excited. We are going to have that episode coming up after it's released. I'm so excited, too, um, in April. So I think the movie comes out April 5th in theaters. Mm-hmm. The thing about the trailer is that this one actually looks like it's going to be really scary. I'm so excited. I told you, I think something broke in my brain and I don't get scared anymore. Yeah. And I want to be and I'm I, like my fingers are crossed for this movie. Yeah, me too. Because in the trailer, there's a truck that goes by on the highway. And just that truck alone was so ominous that it scared me. <laughs> so if it can make a truck scary. I feel like everything scares you. You know what? Fuck <laughs> off. Um, But you're not wrong. But you are wrong in some ways, because I feel like the more that I analyze things that I watch and read, the more I can kind of see things coming. Okay. We went and saw it in the theater together, and you were so freaked out. And I was like, eh, okay. (laughs) Well, didn't I scream at one point? Literally, like, scream out loud. Yes, you did. You are that person, that humiliating person. I always am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's this shrill, high-pitched, like, I'm lucky I don't grab onto the stranger next to me. <laughs> anyway. You should be forced to only see movies by yourself. I would have a heart attack and die. You probably would. Oh. So there is going to be a Dirty Rotten Scoundrels remake. Oh. It's called The Hustle. And cool. it comes out May. Who's in that? It's got... um. Anne Hathaway, which, uh, and Rebel Wilson. Ooh. And what I read is Rebel Wilson's going to be the Steve Martin character. Okay. I could, I can see that. So I think it's going to be like a reimagining of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but I love it. Is it going to be like Ocean's 8? I mean, I hope it's going to be funnier (laughs) because it's supposed to be a comedy. So I, well, I meant like along that line of like a reimagining. Well, the female version of Ocean's 8, of Ghostbusters. Yeah, it must be. I don't know why they renamed it, though. track? Maybe they think scoundrel is a male word. I'm just guessing. (laughs) Um, So The Hustle comes out May 10th. Uh, Next one I'm really, really excited for and, like, cannot wait is Rocketman, which comes out May 17th. Isn't that with Taron Edgerton? I think so. Yeah, I didn't write down who's in it, but love him yeah he has such a good voice and um it looks like it's gonna be like a really good kind of like imaginative movie i'm very excited to see that john wick 3 may 17th uh john wick 3 i have not watched one and two watch one two is i fell asleep but one is like amazing i will add that to my list and i love keanu reeves he's so cool me too John Wick 3, Annabelle 3, July 3rd. I still haven't watched that. And you keep telling me Annabelle Creation is the greatest movie. Yeah. 
Um, don't even bother with the first one. Just watch Annabelle Creation because that one is scary as shit. I will add that to my list as well. One I've been reading about for a few months now is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's the new Quentin Tarantino yep. and Margot mm-hmm. Robbie's going to be Sharon Tate. Ooh, it, I want to see that so yeah, bad. Yeah, I want to see that one really bad. Uh, the New Mutants, which... What's that? It's a Marvel movie. I think it's the X-Men universe. You hate Marvel. I do, but this is an actual horror movie. Oh, it, I love Marvel. It's got Maisie Williams. Love her. That girl whose eyes are too far apart. We just talked about people who make fun of how people I'm look. not making fun of her. I'm just describing her face. I don't know. She's in The Witch. Face that describes. She's in The Witch. She's uh, in uh, Split. Ooh, I like Split a lot. What the fuck is her name? Anna Taylor-Joy? Yes. On- Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy. Joy. Yeah. Uh, her eyes are too far apart? Not too far apart. They're oh, just really far apart. They are farther apart than yours yeah my <laughs> okay bd cross eyes okay uh it chapter two zombie land two are you afraid of the dark comes out in october i'm excited for that yeah and then little women december 25th and i'm so excited for that i know you are everyone i love is in that movie yep your your and little lady florence Pugh, isn't it she is and Emma Watson and Sosie. What's her name from Atonement? Sosie. Oh, Soros Ronan. Yeah, yeah. That Ronan. Not Sosie. You're right. Uh, yes, she's in an Ed Sheeran music video. Oh, she is. Which one? Galway Girl. <gasps> and oh, cool. she actually wrote out one of his tattoos, and it says. Uh, Galway Grill, and I love it, and it's funny. She wrote that one? <laughs> yep. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and that movie will be directed by Greta Gerwig. Neat. Do you, from Lady Bird? That's the thing is, I haven't seen Lady Bird, and it's like at the top of my list. I need to watch it. Go watch that. Okay. I surely will. All right. Our next episode will be out Sunday. It is To All the Boys I've Loved Before by Jenny Hahn. We would love to hear from you. You can find us on our website at thelitflixpodcast.com. You can email us at thelitflixpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And we would love if you would tell your friends about us. The more in this little book club of ours, the better. All right, everybody, have a great day. January. January. A great January, a great year. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Enjoy getting up at four tomorrow after we did this. Oh, thanks. All right. Cheers.